hello once again everyone thanks for tuning into another edition of aiw's the card is going to change before we get into this week's episode of course we always try to uh, give a shout out to those who well lately it's just those who have helped out aiw in any sort of way uh, alongside those who help bring the show to you for free whenever whenever we decide to drop it is pretty much all this is gone although uh we're we're on a streak we're on a tear right now so good for us we'll see if we can keep that going uh you know thanks to uh, thrift store jobber thanks to pollyanna diy uh thanks to sean jaundice at voodoo monkey tattoo uh i don't try to think thanks to uh, Brock and uh, Smoking Jay's Barbecue. Thanks to the merger between IWTV and Smartmark Video. Of course, with that merger, watching AIW has never been easier. If you want to purchase AIW on DVD or own the digital version of it, you can go to SmartmarkVideo.com. They've got every single AIW show that's ever been recorded in their archives. Uh, should say been recorded and available for purchase. And then, of course, go to IWTV. Yeah, because yeah, there's a couple that aren't. <laughs> I never saw the light of day. There's a few. Oh, the, the best the best of the Don't. passion is not there, folks. That's nah, not coming. <laughs> there's a couple, uh, there's a couple to, actual shows, though, that never were released. Uh, no idea what happened to the footage. There you, you know, go. One of those things. Uh, go to independentwrestling.tv, sign up for IWTV, and of course, use the code ABSOLUTE so they know that you heard about them through AIW. And you've got AIW plus all sorts of other independent wrestling promotions, so many countless hours of shows and content available to you for just $9.99 a month. It's absolutely ridiculous how much independent wrestling you can actually watch uh, through IWTV. I got the hiccups there, John Thorne. Hiccups? Uh, oh, <laughs> do I got to scare you? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, this week's episode, uh, you know, I think it's just going to be 40 minutes of shout outs, John Thorne, if that's okay with you. <laughs> you have hey, a lot of shout outs? Shout me out. A lot of shout outs. Shout me out. Uh, shout out to AIW owner John Thorne. Uh, hey, he's the man who makes this podcast happen. He edits this thing every week whenever we record it. And, uh, you know, this is the guy keeping it afloat right now. Uh, my name is Steve Guy, your moderator of sorts. Uh, shout out. You know what? Here's a shout out. Shout out to uh, the guys who stuck by Go For Broke each and every week and took the time to talk about every single episode and the tournament. I'm talking about the guys that were on Wrestling Cheers, Justin Summers, Charlie Butters, and uh, Jay Gold. Jay Gold. Our guy there, they were. That's that's the shout out right there, man. They they watched every single episode, gave a breakdown, uh, kept all of you interested. It kept us interested too, even though we were the ones working on it. Uh, They did a great job, a tremendous job of that, and uh, we appreciate the dedication and support that those guys did for the last uh, four months. I guess it's been since we we initially launched. Uh, AIW's go for broke. Time's a flat circle, man. Everything runs together. I can't believe it's already August. I know. Uh, it's, uh, I don't know, summer has flown by, it seems. Uh, it's just craziness, you know? It's been 
nonstop, nonstop. You ready for a vacation? Uh, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I, uh, uh, we're we're going to see, you know, I, I think, you know, I, I really think the next six months are really going to tell, you know, the, the tale of independent wrestling. I'll say that. Yeah. Uh, you know, which way, how the chips are all going to fall, I think, you know. In the next six months, we're going to see, uh, you know, how things are going to go. You know, I, I know a lot of people are upset about all the WWE releases that have been happening. Um, but, you know, that is going to give some of these other television pr- uh, promotions a chance to land some really good prospects. Uh, and with that, they could develop, you know, much healthier fan bases. However, you know, that could work to be a detrimental towards independent wrestling you never know you know what i mean so uh there's a lot of things kind of you know that i'm looking at you know six months down the road i'm trying to kind of see how things are gonna gonna play out which i don't know if anybody else is looking at it that way but i'm kind of looking at it to see you know aew can't sign anybody so that means you know impacts and ring of honor and mlw are all gonna land some pretty talented people you would have to think you know uh, these guys and girls aren't going to just work independence and be okay with that. I, I don't think, you know, and also, you know, you have X factor companies like new Japan and things like that, especially, you know, they've been trying to expand into America. So I think, you know, the next six months, uh, are going to be really interesting for, you know, independent wrestling to see how things are going to trend and see how, you know, indie companies are going to have to adjust and evolve, if you will. Yeah, it's going to be, to me, the interesting thing is going to be that, like, right now, you have multiple companies that are kind of working together, right? Like, Impact is working with AEW plus New Japan, and uh, even NWA is one that you didn't mention, and they've got a very uh, kind of niche thing that they do there with the studio shows. But all these companies have been working together, and now that there's so much talent that is has even been released that's out there like polished talent people who have been on television you wonder if these companies are going to start i mean for lack of better terms start to get a little bit greedy and try to grow their own audience like they're all kind of helping each other grow right now but do we do we see a level in the next six months where now it's like, all right, this has been cool working together, but uh, hey, we're secretly going to sign Wyndham Rotunda and and, uh, and see where this goes. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's it, like you said, it's going to be interesting, I think. We'll find out. Wyndham Rotunda, big fan of the Irish egg rolls at the Hooli House in Brooklyn. Shout out to the Hooli House and the Irish egg rolls. Yeah. Shout out to the Irish egg rolls. Shout out to Wyndham. <laughs> you know, before things get really crazy, I feel like I'm going to have to take uh, a vacation. I think there's just so much that's going to happen for us in in wrestling and uh, it's, for me with all my things. I, you know where I'm going to go, John Thorne? Where are you going? I'm going to take a break and go to Nashville, I think. I've been thinking about going to Nashville, to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah. Uh, because you know i've been seeing a lot i've been seeing a lot of advertising on my social feeds for nashville and uh why don't you just go ahead and shout them out 
Come on. Yeah. We're probably I both mean, on I'm, the same page. We are. We are. We're going to go to Nashville. I'm going to take a ride with the Iceman Broadway Ricky Bricks and his, his cart and his bicycle cart, man. The Brickster Iceman Broadway Ricky Bricks in Nashville. I mean, there's no better way to get around the city and see the sights and all the popular bars. That, that's the way to go. You can relax and just have a great time. It's got that boom box going. It's going to be incredible. I went to Nashville one time. I hung out with uh, former uh, TNA superstar Chase Stevens. Uh, <laughs> and Ruby Riot was there. There's a bunch of weird, random people there when I was in Nashville. And, uh, man, Nashville's a, Nashville's a wild time. I, I'll, I'll say that much. But uh, Iceman Ricky Bricks, he's got the new business going. Um, you know, uh, he, he's in... You know, I guess we should probably touch on it. Like, you know, he's had he had some some medical things and a lot of different uh, personal things happened to him, you know, throughout COVID. And, you know, it's kind of a shame. I don't know if he'll ever even wrestle again. It it, it would sound it somewhat sounds like, um, you know, and he just kind of got into the mix, you know, at the wrong time. You know, he, he got mm-hmm. in the mix right at right at the when covid hit and uh you know he was able to do those uh those two shows that we did in indiana and then kind of you know a bunch of stuff happened you know in his life and uh who knows you know what the future holds for for the Iceman ricky brooks but uh you know always uh always good guy to talk to shout out his new business uh broadway brick uh make you know if you see him you know help him out you know he's 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 struggling just like everybody else right now, in uh, do, more ways than one. Do we tell people? Do we pull back the curtain and uh, and give and tell people one of the original ideas for Go for Broke? No, I don't want to do. Okay, it. all right, we'll leave it. Go for Broke was was was. I'll say this: Go for Broke was pretty much designed to be a vehicle for Mister Brickster, uh, and we'll <laughs> leave it at that. You know, the the whole thing was really written. Uh, for Mr. Brickster, uh, there was a lot of things that were specifically written for him that had to be adjusted. And, you know, we had to audible, you know, as, you know, things change with his, you know, situation, uh, you know, health wise and everything else. But uh, I don't want to give it away. You know what I mean? Because there's so much uh, there's so much still that uh, we didn't we didn't use for the Brickster stuff that we could use, you know, somewhere down the line or circle back to. But, uh, I'll, I'll say that a lot of go for broke was really developed as a vehicle to make Mr. Brickster a, a gigantic part of, you know, the AIW, I guess, uh, what the fabric, the fabric of the company. Would you, would you say that? Is that a good, good term? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good term. Uh, you know, everything's a universe these days, but, uh, yeah, the AIW fabric, he gets to be woven in to the fabric of AIW, if you will. Uh, but you know, from, from Broadway, we look to, to main street. We have the North Canton main street festival coming up this weekend, John Thorne. And, uh, you know, there, are, there are rumors that some big name releases are going to be appearing there. Any truth to the rumors that these people are going to be working a North Canton street festival this weekend? Who started those rumors? I'm starting them right now. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You know, I, I don't think so. AEW is going to be around. Uh, so, you know, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm keeping, 
I'm keeping things light for for Saturday. Keeping keeping the lineups flexible. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of moving parts. Um, I will say that you know, <sighs> shout out to shout out to Paths in the uh, Summit County Akron Green area. It's like it's an ice cream shop. They were oddly very instrumental in setting this whole deal up for us uh it's just one of those coincidence sort of things that uh you know uh, dom was saying something about wrestling in which somebody said hey you should talk to this guy that owns paths in which he set us up with the north canton chamber of commerce and you know the the whole thing kind of fell into place uh pretty quickly but um i don't think i i don't think that there's going to be any uh recent releases appearing at the north canton street festival festival but uh, no no truth no truth to the rumor that uh bobby fish will be there then no truth to that rumor he's got a 30 day no compete at least <laughs> i mean come on it's gonna be the north canton street festival that's not competition there were there were a lot of uh you know that's the thing that's also kind of weird is when you got fired from WWE before you could do an independent like later that night like there was no there was no not compete for independence the first time i remember that happening is like the uh the Tennille Dashwood round of releases that was like the first time they kind of said no independence uh so oh, it's kind of yeah. weird it's kind of weird because you know when somebody got fired you'd be able to like book them instantly uh and now it's weird you know like nxt you know in 205 live that's only 30 days but i mean that is such even that 30 days is like such a cool a cool off period for some of these talents and the 90 days is just like an eternity for a lot of them you know especially at the how rapid the releases are coming it's just like you know, look, we have Anthony Green booked on uh, September 10th, but like, so like so many more people are now also available for you know for that date. It's it's kind of crazy. You know, the one that bums me out, and um, I, I mean, I only met her the one time, but Mercedes Martinez, uh, she could not have been more awesome and nicer than when we had her. Uh, gosh, what would that have been? September 2019, and she wrestled Brit. It was basically Brit's last AIW show, and it also turned out to be one of Mercedes' uh, final independent wrestling appearances, which you know we didn't know. I don't think anybody really knew at the time, or I'm sure some people did. But I mean, there was some uh, some uh, there were some rumblings, and, rumblings, yeah, yeah, uh, and and just she's I guess if you if you want to make a comparison. Um, you know, again, we talk about names, getting the opportunities that have been out there for such a long period of time and put in the work. You look at like an Eddie Kingston, a Nick Gage, you look at Mercedes Martinez and she's someone who's just like through the years, like, man, when does, when does she get signed? How are companies missing on her? And, uh, you know, there's a lot of places where she can land. I mean, uh, I did, Mm -hmm. I did speak to her a little bit today. You know, she is coming back from a concussion, and there's other things going on. Um, but uh, you know, that is she's the she is uh, the only person I've reached out to so far to find out, you know, if she's taking dates and you know what's what's what. Um, 
you know, there's been nothing. There was really no business really discussed as of yet, though. It was just kind of like, hey, I'll let you know sort of thing. But I did speak to her today. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's crazy. But, you know, a lot of people don't don't really understand that uh, what WWE was doing was they were hoarding talent on purpose, you know. Uh, and I think they've just decided that they're going to change directions and they're not going to hoard that talent anymore. Uh, but that does open up like I said, a lot of doors for a lot of people to go in a lot of different directions. Like, you know, obviously, you know, everyone wants to land in AEW, but I don't think that's possible for every single free agent, you know, obviously. Right. However, there's there's a lot of money being thrown around by other companies too, you know, and uh, it's going to be interesting, I would say, in the next six months to see what happens. You know, it, it's going to be interesting to see if AEW people remain eligible to do independence it's going to be interesting to see you know if these other tv companies they sign people and you know they book them out or they don't want them doing independence like there's a there's a lot of things in flux you know as far as talent goes with with the independence and you know uh i was talking to pedro today actually and i was just like man like Without the school, AIW would be so dead right now. Like, we would be so, like, we would be destroyed. Like, I reached out to some people for, you know, just some, like, hey, you know, like, maybe I'll bring you, bring you back in. You know, not signed people or anything. And the fees have gotten so crazy. Uh, man, like, we would be in so much trouble if, you know, we didn't have the school and the development system going on, you know, like... Uh, you know, and I, I know I said it a couple weeks ago, like, I don't know if we could sell 300 tickets right now. I still don't know if we could sell 300 tickets right now. Uh, it's, uh, there's, there's a lot going on, you know what I mean? There's, there's a lot of things are, are in flux and, you know, maybe, you know, it is the fact that we did play it safe and we did kill our own momentum. You know, that is a theory, you know, by abiding by the COVID you know, restrictions and playing it safe, you know, it, it kind of was detrimental to the momentum that we had built up throughout, you know, 2017, 18, 19 and going into 2020, you know, there was a lot, it was like a nonstop train that stopped. Uh, so there is, you know, uh, there's a, there's a lot of, a lot of things going on, you know, that I'm trying to analyze and figure out what, you know, what to do, but man, I just like, I just look at some of the, the economics of independent wrestling and how they've changed. And, you know, uh, listen, it's no, uh, I'm not saying that the wrestlers don't deserve the, these high fees or anything like that. I'm just saying it has changed dramatically, you know, uh, in the last couple of years. Uh, and I'm, you know, I'm thankful that we did pivot into, you know, trying to develop people from scratch because Cleveland is you know, just like the sports teams, you know, we've said it before, it is a small market, you know, small market means smaller attendance means smaller, you know, money being spent, you know, that, that applies to independent wrestling too, as ridiculous as it sounds. Um, so, you know, there, we, we have to do things a little bit differently here as opposed to, you know, if, if we were touring or, you know, doing shows in, in, in major cities, you know, it, it could be different, but, that also comes with flights and hotels and all these other kind of crazy expenses too. So I don't know, you know, there's a lot going on. uh, We're not doing, you know, $60 general admission tickets in Cleveland. Like that's not, 
that's not going to happen. Uh, no, and I mean, uh, ticket prices are, you know, somewhat high right now because we're trying to still continue doing limited limited yeah. tickets. You know, like uh, I, I said it, you know, when, you know, I don't know, a couple podcasts ago when, you know, maybe a couple months ago at this point when, you know, we were kind of developing the comeback plan. Like, I know that, you know, when I want to go to a much higher capacity, we are going to have to lower the ticket prices down to, you know, to fill, to fill those seats. You know, my plan is for hell on earth to, you know, do a bigger venue out. That's not the Odeon. Uh, and, you know, probably drop those general mission, you know, not only offer general mission seats, but drop them down from what they've, what they have been, you know, these last couple shows. And it's all kind of uh, part of a plan to like, uh, to taper everything up. But, you know, also, you we don't know what's going on. You know, there's the Delta variant. There's all this other stuff happening. Yeah. There's mandates coming back. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I will say, you know, like uh, I was thanked. I don't know if I said this last week, but I was actually thanked for how we have approached the comeback shows. And, you know, they even said, like, you know, I understand that this has been detrimental to your business and, you know, you're probably never going to get credit for it. Uh, but I just want to say thank you. And, uh, you know, that that meant, you know, a lot. You know, it's but then it is hard to look and, you know, you see uh, companies that are just making money hand over fist, too. You mm-hmm. know, so it's like uh, it's such like a mental it, it's a mental struggle. So um, I do plan, though, on, you know, sticking to the plan and, and continuing to kind of taper up and. You know, if the if August twenty seventh sells out of the seats, you know, there we would maybe release a couple general mission seats, you know, fifty or something like that, uh, if the demand's there. But it, which is close, you know. There's less than twenty tickets available for the August twenty seventh show right now. But if we don't sell those, you know, there's no point in releasing general mission tickets. That's kind of the way I look at it. You know what I mean? Like it's, you know, I don't I don't want to. I don't want to pack the the venue with standing room only people, you know, and then have, you know, 20 empty seats. I'd rather fill the seats. And then, you know, if we can make room for, you know, people that kind of waited it out and then we will. Um, And Russell Rager is close to, you know, being the capacity. You know, I set that uh, for 200. Um, The bar thinks that we can maybe open it up for more. Uh, you know, another hundred or two hundred. They think based on how much bigger the space is than the class parking lot is. Um, but you know, it's kind of like a, a again. I'm not gonna say okay, we're gonna open it up for four hundred people, but you know, only two hundred people want to come. You know what I mean? I'm I'm going in like slow kind of increments, um, mm-hmm. just to see. You know. Yeah, and look, August twenty seventh, uh, as of right now, man, it's it's shaping up to be something. We've got you've got Danhausen coming back home, and uh, and I say coming back home because we've talked about it, we've touched about it multiple times. AIW is one of the places where this Danhausen character really came to life, and uh, so it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to have him back in the fold again, and in. Being home, as I said, it, it, to me, it feels like this has just always been one of those places for him. And 
Terry Runnels is is going to be here, a meet and greet. I mean, hey man, I've never met Terry Runnels in real life, but uh, neither have I. Sure hell, uh, looking forward al- to then. She's always kind of been on the list. Uh, Pedro and I always discuss like we always figured that she would be a good person to put on uh, one of the Akron events. And, uh, you know, it just was just one of those random days where it's just like, I'm just going to, I'm going to find out, you know what I mean? And I'm going to find out what the, you know, what it is. And then it was just kind of like, let's just do it. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, we've, we've sat around for so long, not doing things and we're trying to space stuff out. And it's just like, let's just throw a meet and greet on, you know, 827 and, you know, see what happens and see if, you know, if that is a good mix to kind of put in with the limited capacity, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. uh, it's really just about experimenting right now and, and, and trying different things. Um, just announced filthy Tom Lawler will be coming back on the 27th. Yep. Um, you know, as of now uh, he's got somewhere else to be on eight twenty eight, but, uh, he will be there on the 27th. Um, so, you know, don't, don't miss that opportunity. Uh, because you know these people that require flights and there's it's just everything has gotten so expensive you know what i mean uh the the airline airline tickets are just astronomical right now it's insane um but you know i was able to to work something out and you know get him on the show you know and, and do a little split ski with somebody else so uh filthy tom will be back on 827 i got a couple other uh you know things returning i i i you know, realized that there was maybe some, uh, and, you know, I know I was hard on the students and everything like that and the locals, if you will, for, you know, the bad numbers. And I realized, you know, people want to see different talent coming through. That's what, you know, as much as AIW develops new people, we do also have a reputation to uphold as far as, you know, bringing in marquee talent, you know, from outside the area. So, I am, uh, you know, working on that a, a little bit more for uh, the August weekend. Uh, you know, starting with you know Filthy Tom, uh, bringing Danhausen back, and obviously the Terry Runnels uh, meet and greet. Well, and you know, as we talked about how things are going to be very different over the next six months with the independents, those two names we mentioned right there, Filthy Tom and Danhausen. Uh, look, folks, it's. It's not crazy to say that uh, we have no idea how long you'll be able to see them at AIW when you really think about it. Right, because you don't know what the what the terms or whatever is going to happen. You know, based on the respective companies that they you know have agreements with right now. You know, uh, or how long or those feet. deals are, or if they could be going elsewhere. There's a lot of you know, there's a lot of things in flux. So, you know, we're trying to, uh, you know, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to ease back into things. You know, I am super hesitant because I am scared about, you know, kind of blowing the bank and, you know, then we're back to, you know, restrictions and everything else. And, you know, we have all this kind of money on the books like we do for, you know, Gauntlet for the Gold, which, you know, I thank everybody that is, you know, waiting it out until, you know, next year and hasn't requested the refund yet uh, and has faith in that. It's just, uh, we wanted, there was, there was initially a plan where we were going to come back and just go 
boom, 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 every marquee show, you know, like right away, like double shot weekend, gauntlet, rap show, then, you know, jail it, then, you know, uh, Russell Rager absolution, like all, like all double shot weekends, there was a plan. And I just thought that that was too much, uh, too soon. And, you know, we kind of, uh, regrouped and came up with this, you know, slow launch plan, um, but yeah, there's just I don't know. It drives I will me nuts. say, if if somehow we ever get a ring to float or have a show on a barge, uh, no pun intended, but come hell or high water, I think that filthy Tom Lawler, no matter where he is, would find his way back to AIW for one of those shows. That's just that's a Tom Lawler thing that he wants to be a part of. I don't even know how he just got on this this tangent, but um, yeah, <laughs> there's not, uh, Saturday. Let's get back to Saturday. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, here's a couple questions that we have for Saturday coming up. One we've already talked about. People have asked us before. You know, you've talked about it. This is basically like a city event. They are bringing us in. It's kind of a bit more of a professional family environment. Um, oh, we do yeah. not have a meet and greet scheduled. Well. This is what I'll say. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Let's keep the, you know, the chance and the fucks and the regular AIW experience. Let's keep that to a minimum, if at all. Uh, you no know, twist his dick chance. Yeah. None of that fuck him up or, you know, any of that stuff. Uh, this is, you know, this is a community event. It's where we are being brought in by the city government. You know what I mean? Like the, the chamber of commerce is, uh, bringing us in and, uh, you know, we're, we're working hand in hand with the city. Uh, so, you know, let's, let's kind of clean it up. Um, we will have merchandise for sale. Uh, we are going to try to work it to where on our off hours, you know, wrestlers will be selling merch and, uh, you know, taking photos and signing autographs and things like that. Um, I would anticipate probably four matches, each block and they will all be different shows so we have a block at 12 2 4 and 6 uh they will all be different shows uh some talent will be on you know multiple time slots some won't um you know uh i can i can confirm that like uh we have zoe sky returning to aw on saturday she will only be on the 12 p.m slot um there are different things like that going on to where, you know, some people are going to be on, you know, multiple slots. Some people are, you know, only on one slot. Everything's kind of a different deal, so to speak. Uh, and, and these are all what, one hour blocks, correct, John? Yeah. Everything is going to be one. It's going to be four, one hour shows. So I would anticipate f- four matches, three to four matches uh, for every one of them. So they will all be different matchups. They will all, you know, uh, be unique shows. Um, no IWTV coming, no smart mark video coming. Uh, so, you know, it's, there's a possibility we're going to try to tape it, like go for broke style and maybe put it up on Patreon or something like that. Uh, but I wouldn't expect these shows to be on IWTV. I wouldn't expect them to be DVD releases. They're going to be kind of, you know, their own things. Um, you know, I don't want to say it's like a house show, you know, it's something kind of totally different than that. It's just really like four, one hour, one hour slots. So we're going to sh- try to utilize the time best as possible. Um, you know, it's completely free. 
So, you know, why not? You know, if you got nothing going on Saturday, come on down. Yeah. Hit up some food trucks, uh, get some ice cream. They're, and they're going to have AIW. all... Yeah, they're going to have all sorts of other things going on. You know, food stands. Uh, I believe we're set up right next to the beer stand. Um, they are going to have bands and multiple, you know, live music performances. Um, you know, it's a, it's a festival. This is like their big their big thing they put on in, you know, North Canton. Yeah, for us, this is an opportunity to... A, it's like it's a fundraiser opportunity. We get We get some money so that we can stay afloat. And, and B, it's an opportunity for us to uh, get in front of some new eyes. And um, in, in an area that we've kind of ventured into with the Tadmore Shrine, but North Canton is even further south, and there are certainly going to be people there who have never even seen us in Akron. Uh, so it's just... It's more like... Know, yeah, it's, that's what I, it I look is, at folks. I look at it like a community outreach sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, like an infomercial. You're going to get four one-hour AIW infomercials. Uh, obviously not the full AIW experience. It's going to be, you know, uh, family-friendly, clean. Uh, you know, you're not going to be seeing doors getting busted or anything like that. Uh, but, you know, just uh, just a, a nice kind of, you know, clean sort of presentation. Uh, so we can, you know, hopefully, you know, draw in new fans and, you know, try to, uh, you know, make the make the most of it. Um so we're going to do, like I said, four one-hour shows uh, starting at 12 p.m. And, uh, you know, I think it could be a good opportunity. From what I understand, they're bringing in bleachers. There's going to be seating, uh, you know. So uh, they'll be able to accommodate uh, as many of you crazy AW fans that want to come down and hang out with us for the day. And then as we look forward after that, we talked about A27 a little bit. Uh, let's go back. Let's talk, touch on Wrestle Razor, uh, just a little here. I know it's a lot, but we'll get to eight twenty seven, eight twenty eight more in the coming weeks. But um, you know, in the past, we've always had a big name for Wrestle Razor, and I know that this is something that we tried to pull off. But uh, this being a very different year, uh, we don't really have that ECW legend anchor this year. Correct. No, uh, there's no ECW legend coming this year. Unfortunately, you know, there was some irons in the fire, but you know, this thing kind of got squared away a little later in the game than, you know, we wanted. And it was almost kind of so late to where I considered not doing it. Um, I'd met, you know, with this place months ago and, uh, you know, there was a lot of red tape for them to cut through, you know, they had to you know, go to the city and get clearance. And, you know, uh, they had to get adjustments to their liquor license because it is kind of in a, in a field, uh, behind the bar. So it's, you know, not technically, you know, where they serve. So they had to go through and, you know, do all these things and they wanted to make sure everything was legit. Uh, so we kind of got started a little late. I did, you know, reach out to a few people that it, it just couldn't happen, but, you know, I was also thinking about it and I think, at this point, Russell Rager is a draw on its own with or without an ECW legend. I mean, well, there will be one ECW legend there. His name will be Bill Fonzi Alfonso returning to AW <laughs> for the first time since uh, the April weekend, uh, if you want to consider that. But, uh, you know, uh, I figured, you know, let's keep it kind of, uh, 
you know, let's just focus on Russell Rager and not kind of continue to lean on that ECW legend crutch. I don't, I, I think it adds to the event, but I don't think anyone cares either way. It's, maybe I'm wrong on that. I don't know. But, um, you know, I, I just well, think like, that it's something that uh, I want to see if we can do it, you know, as is, you know, the R- Russell Rager branding or whatever you want to call it. I want to see if that can be a success on its own without having to rely on, you know, a, a legend. Yeah. So for everybody that uh, is like, oh, man, I got to play cool and, and I got to behave this coming weekend at the Main Street Festival in North Canton, uh, two weeks later at Russell Rager. That's your moment, right? All this, if you are someone who has waited to go to a wrestling show and you're an AIW fan and you really have not done much socializing and you're just waiting for that moment to let all the demons out, WrestleRager's it, right? I mean, like, it's the party. Yeah, and, you know, they are, first stop is pulling out all the stops um, you know, from what I understand, they're bringing in like one of those beer trucks that you see at like a carnival that's just full of beer. Uh, oh, wow. Because we explained that, you know, in the past uh, class, we ran out of sell beer. Out, they would sell out of every beer that they had. Uh, so they, they're, they're preparing a little bit, you know, they're, they plan on having like a full staff and, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes, but, uh, it sounds like, you know, they are, they're taking it pretty seriously and uh you know tickets are are approaching that 200 capacity right now i think there's like 15 tickets left i want to say um off the top of my head when i looked this morning so um i when when you get that email that says it's all that when those emails went out to the email list that said the august events are almost sold out like the august events are legitimately almost sold out now you know (laughs) there's a possibility with how big the area is that we will open up more space. But, you know, that's a conversation that I have to have with, you know, with the venue and, uh, you know, kind of go from there. You know, they think that we could probably open it up for another hundred, but, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm not getting too over ambitious about any of these, you know, any of these lineups right now. So this week, folks, North Canton Main Street Festival, uh, there are no tickets needed. That's right, Mr. Whiskers, no tickets needed. Uh, It's going to be free. There'll be food and drinks, and I think that they they probably have music. I mean, it's a festival, folks. We are an attraction. Uh, We are one of many. There's going to be all sorts of fun stuff going on. And uh, just come to it. It'll be it'll be a good time. If you don't have anything going on, we, you know, we said last week or a couple of weeks ago, uh, if you've got a family and you've often been like, oh, I don't know if I can bring the kids to AIW, hey, this is your opportunity. Spend the day in North Canton, do some fun stuff, watch a little bit of wrestling. Uh, I'm sure it'll be, you know, probably sillier than usual. Bring your kids to hate on the Duke because kids hate the Duke. That's something that we learned at a birthday party years ago. And... Uh, you know, just come out and have a great time and then get ready for a double shot weekend, August 27th and 28th with a touch of evil and, and wrestle rager five. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of things on the docket. Uh, so, you know, we're just trying to get it in. You know? uh, yeah. We announced 
We announced last week the return of the Winchester. Um, yes, that date is September twenty third. Yeah, Thursday, September twenty third. Only I'm we're only doing a hundred tickets for that because it's a much smaller space. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hundred tickets. Uh, that's it. We're not opening that up to any more than a hundred. Um, and uh, yeah, I think. Uh, do we have any questions? I know we. we I mean, I've kind of. Discord. I've kind of been. Uh, putting them in sporadically without you realizing it. So uh, we, we covered a lot of them. Folks asking about Wrestle Rager, uh, asking about uh, taping stuff this weekend, and uh, a floating ring was a question, believe it or not. Caught you off guard with that. Uh, a. Rose, our guy A. Rose in the Discord chat, wants to know if Mr. Whiskers will ever make an appearance at AIW. No, no way. This cat is like anxiety-ridden. Like, it would go nuts. <laughs> <laughs> she does not like a lot of people. No. And uh, it gets very anxious when there's people around. And uh, the few times that she has had to be in a car was did not like it. Did not like it at all. So don't think uh, Mr. Whiskers will be showing up to an AIW show. You know, and talking about return, uh, return personalities, workers, a uh, few people want to know... When CPA is coming back to AIW? I don't know. Maybe never. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't talked to him. <laughs> He's back as far... CPA. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. New York's far away. You know, a lot of those guys have reached out to me, like VSK would, would like to come back. And, you know, it's just, it's hard right now, you know, because when we would know, like, okay, we got, like, 300 something tickets sold and then you know we know that there's going to be another 50 to 70 walking up you know it's just like you could just kind of spend money a little willy-nilly you know and like sure gas from new york yeah no problem tolls whatever you know what i mean now i'm i'm a little, being a little bit more cautious with uh with the books you know so i don't know you know at, at vsk i feel bad He's, he reaches out to me all the time and i kind of keep giving him the same thing like not yet you know but it's just uh i I, I don't feel comfortable with with loading up, you know, the shows with too much out of town talent, you know, because the gas and or the flights and everything else gets so expensive so quick. People don't people don't realize, you know, and like I said, people don't understand the fees and stuff these days either. Like I'm not, yeah. you know, it's just uh, there's a lot uh, there's a lot more that goes into you know uh, an independent wrestling show these days than I think people think. You know, everyone wants to do the old uh, hot dog and a handshake. That shit hasn't fucking existed ever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, not like it, it's just, uh, you know, maybe in, you know, bumfuck North Dakota or something. But, you know, if you're dealing with, you know, top level talents, like that's, that's not an option. Yeah. Uh, we love, we love these guys. It's just, it's a matter of, we have not been able to come back full go yet. And to your point, that means we're not bringing in the money that we were even, you know, and this is we're we're selling the tickets that we are trying to sell, but it's just to really bring back everybody like we would want. We have to wait until we're able to sell more tickets. So and plus, um, you know, there was a lot of, you know, floating things along during the pandemic. You know, we've we talked about that very in depth, you know, the the school rent and the storage units rent. Yeah. And, you know, uh, there, there was a lot of expenses that were kind of floated for the last year and a half off, you know, 
the rainy day fund that was built up and you know merch sales throughout the pandemic and different things and you know shout out to people you know like paul greer who you know helped us helped us out uh, a ton during the pandemic yeah mysterious um, and benefactors the mysterious benefactors too you know uh but there's a lot of stuff that we're kind of you know trying to get things back to you know even stevens so to speak and get you know get things back to you know a, a healthy you know a healthy balance to where i i feel more comfortable you know like uh, people, you know, people forget if you go back and you listen to, you know, when Chandler passed away, you know, we were in really bad financial shape and I'm terrified yeah. of, I'm in, you know, that's not Chandler's fault. There was, there was a lot of people at fault for how things got out of control, myself included at that time. But being faced with that reality, you know, when I had no way to cover it, uh, was so terrifying for me as you know a person because you could say this is a company whatever you want it really is a it falls on a person to pay for it all you know like it falls on you know there's no uh, corporate structure at uh, aiw llc you know it's it's really me (laughs) you know so it's like that is a scary thing to go when you know before maybe it was a crutch you know chandler would look at me or and i would look at chandler and you know what I mean? There was somebody, some other direction to kind of look and go, oh, yeah, well, you know, there's somebody else here. Uh, but now, you know, when it's, when it's, you know, if it gets to that point and it's like, you know, uh, we totally fucking bomb, I got to, you know, I, I got to go to the to the John Thorne checking account. And, uh, you know, that's that's what I'm trying to avoid. Uh, yeah. You know, it's it's. Uh, maybe you could say it's PTSD from from all of that, but uh, you know it was it was a lot of money that we had to make up for at the time, and it took it took years it took years to to be able to kind of get things back to even, and uh, you know I don't want to I don't want to see another you know hole like that that's like you know the equivalent of somebody's like yearly salary because that's really where we were at at that time so you know uh my anxiety about uh, money and uh failure <laughs> are it, it never never turns off absolutely never turns off there yeah i mean it's there's there's merit to those <laughs> those things i i remember those days and i was privy to the information of what was going on and uh yeah it was it was very scary i know we had serious talks of like uh don't know how long we can uh keep this going we're gonna have to figure some things out here and those were very real conversations uh that we had so that's all real and you know it's it comes down to it's it's basic basic economics like supply demand you talk about fees going up and we've talked about already people getting certain kinds of deals and they can only work X amount of places on some of those deals. So, you know, that, um, that takes away some, uh, some names that you would book as draws, which means you have less people uh, to pull from. And so people can, their, their rates go up, which I mean, good for them, but it also somewhat hurts us. And of course you'll never fault those people for raising, 
uh, no, the I mean, money. Just, when, they're, when they're getting that money, like, hey, that's great. That's that's I, what you're I, in this for. I think, you know, I just think fans don't realize sometimes that it is called the wrestling business, and it is a business. You know, it's mm-hmm. a business for talents. It's a business for promotions. And, you know, I don't, I don't fault anybody that's a talent that's getting bigger fees now. You know, I, I praise them for it. It's, it's great. They, you know, certainly, you know, earn it for the most, most of them, you know, most of them are very deserving, even though, uh, as a promoter, I would always try to, you know, get, get the number down. That's just the, you know, that's just the exchange of talent and promoter you know what i mean like and i'm sure you deal with it in comedy and all aspects of entertainment oh yeah you know any any sort of sale you know what i mean like it's just all it's 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 an exchange of uh, of service so there's a negotiation to be had you know and that's just you know if someone says i want this then you know what i mean it's it's a counter and you know that's uh those numbers have gone up quite a bit and uh you know it's I, I don't fault people, you know, for not doing AIW if they're going to get that number somewhere else. You know, you can't fault anybody for that. And that's why, you know, sometimes you just have to, you know, let people kind of move on and you don't even kind of circle back to them, you know. And it's not uh, – there's no heat or anything like that. It's just kind of the evolution of, you know, each other's business, so so to speak. Yeah. You know, like – it's it just it, that's that's the way it goes and i don't think people understand that you know uh, there is at the end of the day there's business to be done you know whether you know it's good business or bad business there is there's business to be done nonetheless you know and it's just like i, I think it's difficult for fans to kind of grasp the the economics and you know they love when somebody gets popular but i, I don't think they understand that when they get popular that they become more expensive and sometimes you know uh, they can't come in every every show anymore you know what you know what i mean like some people that may have been there all the time are now all of a sudden maybe i could come into you know once twice a year now sort of thing and again this goes back to unfortunately we we were hitting our stride and things were great and if you would have talked to us to us at the beginning of 2020 we wouldn't be having a conversation like this uh but covid happened everything gets shut down you know we're we're back to Oh, 2020, man, I was never, I'm never that confident ever. I was so confident going into 2020. Like, I, Built to Last mm-hmm. was like the mission statement for the company. Like, you know, it was like, we've stood the test of time. We continue to, to elevate these talents. Like, everything was clicking in all cylinders. Like, Built to Last was like a statement. You know what I mean? Like that was a statement to the industry. Like we are yeah. built to last. Like we've been doing this for so much longer than most of you. And we continue to evolve and survive. And then it's just like poof, gone overnight. You know, like less than a month later, it's all it's all gone. But I, I love that phrasing. And I think that that's, it's something that we've all still taken to heart because now we put that out in the world that we are built to last. And, you know, we now, sit here and we have Now we're trying to prove it. You know, and we're like, like, we're trying to exactly. <laughs> now it's like, now you got to try to prove that, you know, and like times, yeah. times got tough and uh, times can, will continue to be tough, you know, and, 
I know I was kind of a little bitter last week about the bad numbers on IWTV, and you know it's 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 a frustrating reality to see, you know, like because I can see all these other things going well, but like the numbers don't lie to you, you know what I mean? You get a gra- you get a, a a real time graph of you know your like how you're doing on IWTV. Every promoter that listens to this knows that you can log in, you can you can uh, you see a report. And you get all this information in a report, and uh, here comes Mr. Whiskers rubbing on the yeah. <laughs> r- rubbing on the microphone. <laughs> you know, so it's 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 really hard to to deal with that reality. You know what I mean? You can't you can't spin it for yourself. You can't lie to yourself. You know, you can't make an excuse for why you know you're not getting getting that that good number. You know, it's, it's right there, you know, like it's, it's, it's right there. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a tough reality to, to deal with sometimes, you know, and I was a little upset last week when I heard how bad the the numbers were, you know, because I have an ego just like everybody else has an ego. I don't, you know, I don't want to have bad numbers. I don't want to have like awful numbers and the, the numbers were atrocious, you know, and it was, a really kind of humbling reality that I had to, I had to face. And, you know, maybe I, I blame the students a little bit too much, but you know, there, there is, there is some substance to what I was trying to say. I just don't think that maybe some of the people that listen to the podcast really understood, you know, we could load it up with all this talent that is, for sure going to get viewers and mm-hmm. we chose not to do that. And, uh, that is why I was upset because it was, uh, it, it was like, you know, I bet on our crew and our crew, you know, didn't deliver the way that I think. And I know that they can. So, you know, it was more of like a, Hey, everybody, listen to this and, and, and understand that everybody needs to step up. That was more like a message to the people that participated on the show. You know what I mean? Like, Hey, like, like let's fucking get it together. Yeah. It was, it was a teachable moment and uh, more of a rallying cry than anything. Like some people took it. Some, some, some fans took it the wrong way though. And they were, you know, they thought that I unjustly criticized the, the talent. Uh, We, We criticized us too. Yeah, uh, it's it's the nature of the beast, and and uh, hey, but it's again, it's a rallying cry, like we just said uh, a few minutes ago. We we put out into the world that AIW is built to last, so uh, we're gonna we're here to prove it. Yeah, and you gotta continue to do it. so. And, and you know, sometimes it is you know you do need those failures, you know, to kind of get things together, you know, and like I mean, AIW has been a collection of failures that have turned into lessons you know and how to adapt and you know we're adapting like i said you know 827 you're gonna see you know you're gonna see more talent at the odeon uh because you know i realize that's you know people want to see you know more talent and different talent they don't want to see just the cleveland-based talent um 828 is more than likely not going to live stream you know that is a live experience uh and you're going to get exactly what you think you're going to, what you've gotten in the past at a wrestle rager. There's just not going to be, uh, an ECW legend there besides Fonzie signing autographs. You know what I mean? Like you're going to get, you know, top to bottom 
you know, you're going to get your fans bring the weapons and, you know, your crazy matches, uh, you know, that has been, you know, just because in ECW, ECW people have not been uh, booked. That doesn't mean that, you know, we have not made sure, you know, what you bloodthirsty fucking ghouls want to see isn't booked. You know, it's it's all taken care of. What, what you want to happen on 828 is going to happen. And uh, just like in years past, we will we'll collectively come together and we'll probably make a determination on what kind of challenge we lay out to you fans on what kind of alcohol we decide to try and get the bar to sell out of. Right. That's fair. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to talk to him and see. I, I know that, uh, are they bringing in mad dog? Let's just start with that. That I don't know. Uh, that is a question for Parker Pierce. (laughs) I can ask him. (laughs) That's uh, you know, that's probably a conversation that needs to be had between he and an ownership there to to figure out. It's Mad Dog is crucial to the Russell Rager experience at this point. I think it could be uh, that could be a little misleading though. That could lead to n- people not remembering the Russell Rager experience as well. <laughs> that's all part of the Russell Rager experience, though. Uh, you know, hey, as we we wind this thing down. Uh, you know, circle back to the shout-outs. We, we've got a busy few weeks ahead of us. Uh, this week should just be a fun, easy one, and 827 should be uh, a great time. Uh, hopefully we don't see too many injuries, but uh, shout-out ahead of time to Patty and Jeremy again, keeping everybody healthy and taking care of after shows, but uh, I know their work will be cut out for them at WrestleRager on the 28th. Uh, and I anticipate that they will be there as they always are. And I mean, at this point, we, they, you talked about the fabric of AIW previously. They are very much uh, part of the fabric of AIW. Shout out to them. Shout out to Jeremy and Patty. Shout out. Shout them out. And, uh, you know, final, final shout out maybe goes to, uh, our little buddy Dylan, who, uh, is trying to get things taken care of, trying to get that back taken care of. And we hope everything goes smooth and that we can hear from him, uh, hear from him real soon. Yeah. Maybe he'll be at WrestleRager if he's feeling better. We'll see. Not competing, but, uh, maybe it depends on how good he's feeling. <laughs> well, if he treats this WrestleRager like he does the others, he's usually feeling pretty good. And we'll end it with this. I just got Steve Guy a job with this insane clown posse at the Gathering of the Juggalos. <laughs> I'm not going alone. Steve Guy will be there for a few of the days now. Uh, <laughs> more details on this after the fact. I can't. I don't even know what I'm allowed to say. But uh, weirdest job of my life. I'll say that. Please, uh, if you can, come on down to the Gathering and hang out. There's going to be... Uh, plenty of uh people you know uh they're thursday and friday at, at the very least uh, i have to leave saturday uh but uh yeah we will oddly uh, oddly enough in thornville ohio oddly enough yeah i'm sure we will have plenty to talk about coming out of that weekend <laughs> but uh whoop whoop can't wait for aiw owner john thorne my name's Steve Guy. We'll talk to you next week right here on AIW's Woop Woop. The card is going to change.